pretty good today. Um, everything was great so far and it's going well. Okay. So what did you do today? Did you do anything exciting? Um, I went to the gym and that was that was pretty pretty much really exciting for me because I really enjoy the workout and just sweating and just mm -hmm. you know being active and yeah, that was fun. So that's yeah, because I, I can tell by them sexy legs that you love showing off. That's oh, yeah. heels. Because that, that that's one of my favorite things about you is you have great taste in heels. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, especially in this day and age, because you don't see ladies wear heels a lot in their pictures. Oh, okay. And it's kind of like with you, you make it a point to do that. Um, why is that? Just a just out of curiosity. Uh, well, I think I think heels are very sexy. I think they elongate the leg, and especially since I'm kind of, I'm a short person, I'm five three. Having that uh, like elongated leg and just having that heel on it adds to just giving me a little more poise, and I just feel like it's just pretty and so i enjoy wearing heels like they just look nice and they just put the outfit together and it's great <laughs> and, and how tall are you again five three okay let me just scroll here yeah, hold on let me just look around i figured you for like five six five seven. <laughs> see heels work ladies and gentlemen heels do work <laughs> they do <laughs> oh, oh my goodness so shoot so so you go to work out often? I do. I work out almost every day. Mm, no doubt. So, so I, yeah. So, so what day was this? Legs day? Um, uh, what, what, what? You know, so what, what, what part? What part did you work on? Well, today I worked on. I usually go in and I just. I don't go in for a long time. I usually just go in there just to. You know, release the toxins, release the stress, you know, release just everything. And um, usually I just go and do some cardio, like on the treadmill and on the Stairmaster, mm -hmm. and about do about 20 minutes each. And then I may do some like some uh, leg mm -hmm. um, like workout on mm -hmm. a machine, but that's about it. I mean, the right, butterfly, the butterfly, where you be over the legs open and yeah. Yes, absolutely. Because it's like it's a good stretch. It's really good for the muscles. So I definitely like to not overdo it because mm -hmm. I don't because I know what kind of figure I want to keep and have. So I just kind of just do what makes me feel good and also what works for me. It's good stress release. And, you know, I mean, I, I'm a proponent of energy myself, you know, period. It kind of gives your body a reset, you know, a little sweat, a little action. Plus, it doesn't hurt. Because the shit we gotta do on fucking set, you kinda you kinda need to work out. <laughs> yeah. Because you might be sore after. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. It's definitely um it's definitely very beneficial. So have you had anyone recognize you at you know, um, if you went to the gym? Um no, nobody's recognizing me. I kinda just go in there with my headphones in and I just keep it uh just keep focused on my workout and don't really look around did you um, handle it if someone recognized you in there that's the real question 
was that? Could you handle it? And someone recognized you. Like, oh, yo. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'd probably be, I'd probably say, you know, hi. And then I'm not sure. Like, I'd probably just go on with my workout and probably just say, oh, you know, thank you for recognizing me, you know, and that, because it's, you know, it's flattering. So, um, but I probably wouldn't, you know, want to keep on talking about it you know it's probably, i'm over here working out sir <laughs> keep moving along <laughs> take a picture and last longer actually go buy the fucking picture come think about it <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly so with that being said hold on welcome to the smokers lounge people how y'all doing I'm your host, Kevin Arthur Summit Chef, a.k.a. the poor rap star. Y'all know how we start these things. You know, it's, it's a staple of the, of the brand. We have a little conversation to get y'all riled up, get you ready for the show, so buckle up. So with that being said, y'all know how to find, y'all know who I am, Kevin Arthur Summit Chef, a.k.a. the poor rap star. You know where to find me with one link, allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. We got four wonderful sponsors for you to enjoy. The first one being LS World. Next up is the RiseismMagazine.com, the hottest mag in the game. Also for you content creators, 90% profit, no hashtag issues. For you consumers, a new place to consume your triple H content. I'm talking about ExciteBunny.com. And last but not least, award-winning, award-nominated. We're talking about smut with voiceover on it, and they even have a virtual reality side of their website. I'm talking about the one and only Blush Erotica. Much love to your cinematographer. Also, proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. So go over to shopgwdistrict.com and get some shopping done. Plus, go to fullyswapradio.com where you can listen to me five days out the week in the morning. So have your coffee, wake and bake with me and the top porn stars in the game. Give you that real smoke that you need to know about. Also, check me out on skyhawkapperdarktv.com as well as BGPLLC app. Now, I'm going to step back and let this lady, who I dare say has some of the best legs in the business, introduce her sexy ass. Go ahead, girl. I thank you, and I am Fallon West. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And um, I think my man, at you, at, you was on After Hours, am I correct? Uh, yes, it was. After our podcast, he was like, yeah, you should, you know, should be a wonderful. She's, she's a ray of sunshine. I'm like, got, get, got it. So, and then I checked out your stuff. And, um, yeah, you, you, you big time. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to be humble on my show, baby girl. You know, we, we keep it real here or what have That's you. Um, from your pictures to the shoes that I've seen, the work you have done and everything and um but how long you been in the business um i've been in the business for i believe it's been eight years now like about eight years yeah so so you didn't <laughs> see some things in your time because you got some some lineage there no yes doubt. no doubt so let's go back in the time machine shall we what got fallon into this wonderful business that we know is porn Okay, uh, so what got me into it was it was 2014, and I was thinking about the adult industry for for a little while, 
mm-hmm. maybe almost in almost a year before that uh just looking into it and I was uh, working at this uh, health food store at the time and I had actually stopped working there and I was just looking for something exciting and something that would be something that I would be excited about doing every day and something that I would be interested in and something that felt like almost like a challenge but um but like uh almost like a challenge but like almost like um something oh sorry if you can hear me no no you good yeah okay uh, almost like a challenge, but um, something that would like kind of just be challenging, exciting, new, mm-hmm. sexy, and um, I really wanted to jump in and shoot. Uh, and so I was just looking at the all you know all the options, kind of like doing some research, and mm-hmm. that thought of it just was so exciting. I just was like, I have to try this out I have to do this because this is something that will be good for me okay so now this is you said 2014 so people mm-hmm. remember in the time machine so this is not 2023 so what was the research that you did and what did you find well I went online and I was just doing research online so I was looking at different agencies and I was looking at um like just the different options of how to get started and mm-hmm. and pretty much um I had always watched adult movies before that so I was just looking at what you know how I can get started and so I was just looking at you know the different like different experiences anything I could find and then uh I realized that to get my foot in the door I should get an agent mm-hmm. so I was doing research on like what agencies are around and mm-hmm. started applying okay no doubt so now y'all see where I'm about to go with these people buckle up <laughs> so with agency what did you have to go through to get with the agency you know because I know there's certain requirements that agencies ask of whether it's pictures what have you such 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 you get what I'm saying um, because even then, back then, let me see, 2014, girls really weren't going out to Hollywood but so much, and that's when girls started trying to film their own shit through content trade or what have you. So you're going a different path because you're not coming independent. You're literally about to jump on it with an agency, which in turn puts you in a mainstream situation. You feel me? So, like, which agency did you find and what did you had to do to get with that agency? So, um, yeah, so I uh, had to, well, pretty much I looked and saw what agencies were licensed and bonded agencies. And there was around like seven of them at the time. Mm -hmm. So I actually applied to most of like a lot of them a lot of the agencies because i just was i just didn't know i just wanted to see like what the options were and i wasn't i was so fresh and new that i just did what you know i just wanted to jump in so i just applied to most of them Mm -hmm. and the a lot of them most of them replied back and i for some reason i mean i just 
talked to one of the agencies on the phone and um, I really got along with uh, them and that agency was Motley Models. Yeah, they're so, Motley Models. Yes, and um, the conversation went really well. They gave me all the information and you know, soon after I was on a plane flying to LA because I was at the time living in San Francisco. Oh, okay. So now let's go to your first shoot. Now, what was the first company that you worked with? First company that I worked for was, I believe it was Net Video Girls. Okay, okay, okay. No doubt. Now, we about to unpack this first shoot. You know, we always do this on my show because I, this is, you never been on camera prior to this. You was basically fresh off the boat for the yeah. most part. Um, which is a rarity nowadays, nowadays, trust and believe. <laughs> There's no such thing as fresh off the boat any damn more, you know, period. Um, so you're fresh off the boat. This is a studio shoot. So you're it, this ain't a content trade shoot. This is straight up Hollywood movie set. All that good stuff. So I want you to paint the picture for my smokers. Um, how was you feeling? Was you nervous? Um, what was your thought process walking in? You know, because you going from never being on camera to now being on camera. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> this ain't no just content you might get found on Cook to sell. No, this is worldwide. This is a worldwide company she's shooting with. So go ahead. Absolutely. No, 100%. I was feeling definitely just so everything was so new that I remember being at this um, uh, model house at the time, that first week that I was there. And I actually had a really awesome, um, there was other awesome female talent that was staying at the house too. And one of the girls and I, we really got along. And so we actually both had, it was a scene where we were, there was like three girls and one guy. Mm -hmm. So um, it was uh, just one of those like, like kind of like a, a dish, like audition type of scenarios, but mm -hmm. it was very professional. So it just looked like, you know, an audition type scene. Like that's the kind of scenes they do. They have different scenarios. And I was super... I was just super like I don't feel bad. My cat is in heat, so okay. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. Um, here I am. So okay. Uh, so yeah, he was just barking at someone at the door. Um, and well, at the walking by. Okay. and um we're back so we were uh so we were at the uh at the scene we were like going there we were getting there and i was super excited and i just kind of had nerves but i was super um like just didn't know what to expect but also having a little bit of comfort because um, we were both driving over there in the uh with the girl the other girl that was the other performer so me and her were together going there mm -hmm. and it was kind of exciting because we were both sharing that the nerves and like the excitement and just that fresh new experience and 
I really didn't know what to expect. You know, I was just like, okay, we're, you know, I'm doing this. This is exciting. So I was there when I got there. I was just, everything was just so new. I just had never experienced anything like it before. Very professional. And I honestly didn't know what to, like, what to do. So I kind of just, you know, followed directions, like, you know, just every, like, this paperwork and just everything that had to be done. And there was another girl there, another performer who was the third girl in the scene. And she was, I think she had had more experience. So I was kind of checking checking her out and seeing, you know, how she was, what she was doing. And she definitely was more knowledgeable than me in terms of just being on set and just um, probably even shooting. So I noticed how I was just so like unsure about like what was going on. But I still was super excited. Um, and I just didn't, I just went into it, you know, I had no idea. Like, I thought I knew what I was doing, but I really had no idea because, you know, it was just so new to me. And then the cameras and it's like the sex and mm-hmm. it's like, I felt like kind of like, uh, the, like I wanted to connect, you know, a little more, but I wasn't even in the headspace of like connecting like how I would connect now, yeah. you know, I was just yeah. like, Maybe it was your first I, shoot. Like, I mean, yeah. first time on camera for a shoot, you know? Yeah. But everything turned out great. Everything went well. And, um, it was, you know, it was a great scene and I'll never forget it. Definitely never forget it. So with that, so with that, um, how frequently did you work after that? So that first week that I was in LA, I got booked uh, pretty pretty often just because I was new and they had, and since, you know, I was new, brand new, there was companies that were looking to shoot, you know, brand new girls. And mm-hmm. so they had that set up for me, like multiple shoots. And since that first week of being in LA and having those experiences, I was just like, wow, I really want to do this more. Like, I really like this. Um, I want to continue. I want to grow you my career. You had a net for it, huh? What was that? Yeah. So you said you had a net for it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was just I wanted to just just keep going, keep going. And so at the time I was living in San Francisco, like I said, so I actually had I think I limited my chance my not chances, my opportunities at the time because I was in San Francisco. However, being in San Francisco, I was able to shoot a lot with kink.com and uh at the time it was also like all new to me, but I was in that area and it worked out and I had a great time there too. And then I was getting booked in LA and kink and how often it would be maybe about one or two shoots a week mm-hmm. uh, around like rough on average. And, um, and, and I would travel. And people, let's make this clear. These are yeah. paid gigs. We haven't got the content yet. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They were just, I had no idea anything. I didn't even know about content how uh, until, well, pretty much so I was traveling back and forth mm-hmm. from San Francisco to LA if I needed to do, go to LA for a shoot, but also I would shoot in San Francisco with Kink whenever I was out there. And I decided in my mind, you know, I really want to move to LA. But that decision and that and me actually moving came a little bit later. Uh, maybe about six months after being in the industry. But during the time of being in San Francisco, I actually 
did my first content scene with another performer who kind of gave me the tips and like some advice and just showed me a new way of me making money and uh, building my brand that wasn't relying only on the companies, but I would rely on myself as well. Mm. That was really eye-opening to me. And I was like, wow. So I jumped in and I started my own, only, I mean, my ManyBits account. And mm. that was really cool because I really got to not only explore my body, myself and what I enjoyed, but also I started this account, which was great because then I was able to monetize on my own content. Mm. So Chanel, how deep into your career did, because I know you were doing your pay gigs at first. So how deep were you into your career before you switched to start doing content for yourself? Well, I would say about maybe four months in, and I didn't really switch. I just did both. You did both. So I was doing both. I was just doing content and I was shooting for companies, but I always took shot content. So like about four months, it was very soon after, like right when I was working with Kink and then mm -hmm. all these um, content like opportunities came about. And actually mm -hmm. there's really great performers who were mm -hmm. um, super professional and just, you know, had been around and who you gave me a really great experience, which was awesome. So shoot, so because of course you came in with the agency, did did the agency have issue with you shooting your own content? God knows some agencies, it, it, certain contracts, agency shit. Yeah, you know, me, we 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 done talked about it on the show before, where some of them may not allow you to shoot content, or they have say so on who you shoot content with, stuff of that nature. So did the agency have an issue with you doing your own content? They did not have any issues with me doing my own content and uh, no, no issues at all. Um, because I know that at that time it was like content creation and having the performer being, you know, independent of, you know, being independent of other companies uh, hiring them, like just having that uh, luxury of, not luxury, but like the opportunity to make your own content. It was kind of fresh and new. So many bits had just started. It was like many bits had just launched. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I jumped on, on on it and I was really excited, but I didn't, nobody had any issues with anything. Like I heard from other performers and other people in the industry that content creation is a good idea, you know, just yeah. to even start it now because of all these reasons. So I, I started doing that and I'm really glad I did because now it's just yeah. booming. I remember I had a conversation with uh, Cherokee Diaz when I was in Miami one time. And she said she wishes she had started creating her own content early in her career because we, we my generation was taught never let the industry have more content of you that you don't have it yourself because mm -hmm. that means it's going back to their pockets and everything so with you um 
when you start shooting your own content, did you do it through the guys or the shoots that you were doing with, let's say, Kink or what have you? Or did you have contacts with cameramen and stuff of that nature? And how did you find your male talent? So I had gotten, uh, I was talking, you know, conversating with people on set. Mm-hmm. And I, I get along with people very, like, pretty well. So I was just talking to other performers and I ended up talking to a performer who, you know, said, let's do this content scene. Mm-hmm. And he was super professional, super nice. And um, his name was Owen Gray. And mm-hmm. I'm sure you maybe heard of him. He's huge, uh, has his own, you know, website and everything. Yeah. And he's been doing really well. And, but when, when at that time I was just, I was totally looking forward to mm-hmm doing this but still it was something new it was like I've never experienced mm-hmm. it before but like I said the experience the scene everything went really well the you know professional and uh just how he showed me just the logistics like the paperwork just I was looking and seeing how everything was done and it really gave me a good example of how to do my own content in terms of mm-hmm. you know just the paperwork and just professionalism and everything like that and how you know what when you're shooting like what what do you want in the scene and all that and so he really was someone that um i am thankful for because you know he showed me something that i don't know if i would have seen you know until much later and just gave me a really good experience by you know giving me the knowledge and uh i was able to work with him and he was like my first content scene content scene and that was from mm-hmm. kink because yeah we met on set mm-hmm. and then um other people like it was just networking you know networking I would go to LA you know I would talk to people I'd network and it wasn't it wasn't that hard to find people to shoot content with I just wanted to make sure that we were on the same page you know about what we wanted to shoot and I've always pretty much had great experiences so pretty much the talent that you was worked with and pretty much probably have worked with for the majority of your career was people that you met that you had shot with before um man on set i guess how many have been those that reached out that you may not you yet you 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 hadn't worked with them on set ran across them but they reached out yeah definitely there has been people a lot of people who you know would reach out on twitter yeah and um and of course you know i would check their page and see what they were all about and that's a lot of times how people would say, hey, do you want to shoot content through Twitter? Because we have that, because Twitter is like, we, you know, a, uh, our social media. So it's kind of like a solid account where, you know, you're able to also network and connect mm-hmm. with other performers in the industry and uh, build, build your own network. And so that's a lot of times how it was. If it's not in person, like, hey, do you want to shoot content by just seeing somebody, you know, in person, meeting someone in person, it would be, through Twitter, mm-hmm. so that would be so. And then, yeah, most of the time. And let's say it was through Twitter, it would be maybe even someone who was like recommended or had I was recommended or someone that you know mm-hmm. had worked with me or worked with. It's like people working with each other, saying good things about you know the other person you should work with. This person, kind of word of mouth, and also, which makes you feel like okay, this person's safe. This one's person's uh fun to work with you know we'll have a good attitude it's kind of like other people's experiences they it you know does translate like sometimes not every single time everyone has, has different experiences but it's kind of like for me that's just something that makes me feel more 
uh, like uh, confident, just, like, black, excited, and, like, comfortable. comfortable. Yeah, yeah, just everything. Just knowing that they, you know, that they work with other talent and they've had experiences. Now, how different is the content shoots from your paid shoots? And what I mean, not just because it's paid, but it's content is the style of shoot, the flow of the shoot. Mm hmm. Um, I would say that the uh, differences are. It just depends. It really depends on the content shoot and the scene, and the the professional, like the paid scene and the content scene. They're all very different. Like just depending on the talent, the location, like the the what you know what kind of scene it is. But what I've noticed is with paid scenes, there's usually a few more. There's more people on set. There's more um, people to help out with the wardrobe, with the, you know, moving with the set, you know, like moving the lights, um, just all these different duties that need to be done so that everything runs smoothly and that not one person is overwhelmed with all these uh, duties they have to do. You know, it's good to have a team. So like the paid scenes, there's always kind of a team on set. But when I would do content scenes, it was not all the time that I would, you know, see a team. Sometimes there would be a team of two, you know, uh, helping, you know, helping out. Uh, but other times it could be just me and the other performer or me and the other performer and the camera person. It really just varied. But for the most part, content scenes were more like um, personal, like in terms of, mm -hmm. you know, we could sit chat here and there. And it was... Um, more about helping each other out, kind of giving each other knowledge. You tell me, you know, what, what, you know, kind of giving each other knowledge and sharing. And that was great because, you know, you get to see other perspectives and other people, they give you tips, you give them tips and like, you're helping each other out, you know? Uh, and then you, you know, just talk about promoting each other and all that. So it's a really great, great thing. And with uh, paid scenes, there's more of a, like, <clears throat> You have to be here, do this, you know, step by step, step by step, and um, you know, paying attention to everyone else in terms of like the, you know, the director, the everything that's going on, kind of being, you know, not not having the freedom of like really conversating about like just everything, you know, kind of you have to be on the time crunch, so you kind of have a schedule, you know, time limit in yeah. a way. So you want you want everyone to go home, you know, you know, we want to get the scene done. You know, have a good scene and you don't want to keep lingering you know so a lot of times i've noticed that like with trade scenes it would be like come you know of course be nice everything you know get everything done but then you're out you know and same thing with content scenes except for there's more of that helping each other out more of that conversating mm -hmm. more of that like giving each other feedback on different types of things and then, yeah because because y'all both benefiting from the shoot itself right yeah now i'm gonna ask you this have you? See, I told you you were gonna come. See, Zazzy's gonna yeah. make friends, ladies and gentlemen. She's she's in heat. She's been in heat. Oh, past okay. Week. It's funny because she yeah. she literally rapes me and molests me. <laughs> so yeah, have you ever had? Uh, let's just say the chemistry wasn't clicking on set, and how did you work through that? <clears throat> mm -hmm. Uh, for yeah, for professional for paid scenes, um, there definitely has been a few, maybe a few scenes where the chemistry was a little bit off. 
mm-hmm. and or wasn't there um or it was kind of like you know almost like forced mm-hmm. and uh and that's fine like uh but i'd rather have it be a forced chemistry than no chemistry at all but um <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so um but i think that um yeah there was times times like and I didn't, you know, I didn't like that, of course, you know, it was like, ah, oh, you know, it could have been more fire if, like, there was more like, passion or more, there's more of a connection from both of us, uh, but um, it just, there's nothing, you know, can be done. Um, in the long run, the scene would get finished, you know, and um, I think that it kind of made me look at that, look back and, like, think about, okay, well, what did I do, you know, that maybe there was, you know, disconnect, misconnection, or maybe I could do more to try to connect more, you know, so... I was just trying to figure out like a ways for that not See, to See, sometimes it may it, it a lot of times it's it's not y'all. It's us. Mm-hmm. Because it yeah. of course it, we always talked about this on the pod. The man has the hardest work in this load. Um, because we gotta stay hard. And it's no telling what that dude walking into, where he's walking from or what he's bringing into onto the set. He could have had an argument with his wife. He could have... I done done a shoot where the same day my mama passed. So, you know, and I banged that scene out. Stop tripping people. (laughs) Two of them in a row. But the point being is, you know, it's sometimes not the the female or y'all just don't mix well. It's just, you know, but that speaks to... And what I'm getting at is the profession being a professional because a lot of times they think it's us just walking on set we fucking day no plan to it no thought no reason no none of it you know period even to the point where which i want you to speak upon this because you know part of that part of what i'm talking about is you going to the gym the physical and mental prep of this business. This game is actually a mental game in so many ways, especially for us, for dudes. And even for y'all, depending upon what y'all doing in the scene, because I think would you do anal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. you game bangs? Yes. See, I'm just saying. I, I know the answer to this. I'm just asking the question for you smokers. <laughs> I already peeped her. Y'all late to the party. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Trust me, if I was if I wasn't retired, I I would love to. But the point speak to like what is game first of where's your mental prep when you have you know you got a shoot coming up? Content uh, on screen. Anal, anal prep? No, mental prep? prep. We're gonna start oh, mental prep. Mind. <laughs> okay. We're gonna start with the mind first. Okay, yeah. Mental prep. Um usually I well if I'm uh well I do the prep in, in terms of just getting ready, you know doing the whole clen- cleansing, you know, everything is just, you know, makeup, everything, you know, has to be done on point. And mm-hmm. that physical and that like physical preparation mm-hmm. actually makes me mentally prepared as well. And usually I'm like, the attitude that I have is always excited. So I kind of go in there and uh, just want to, uh, you know, be aware of everything, everybody and everything, and, you know, do the scene that way that it's intended to be done in terms of, like, this, you know, what kind of scene it is. 
obviously, uh, it depends on what kind of scene it is. It also depends on how, like, what my mental preparation is. And a lot of times, when it came down to, like, a group type of scene where other people are involved, I feel like that would kind of almost make me feel more relaxed because um, I like I like being around people and I like the energy and it kind of comforts me. So sometimes, like, that would make me that would make me less like let's say less ner like nervous, you know. But it would be like good nerves. But like sometimes being on set and doing scenes like that are focused, you know, even the solo or maybe just. Um, like with another girl, I feel like sometimes I'd be a little more nervous because um, I just would, you know, want to get along and also um, make a fire scene. And like sometimes I feel like with other, when there's like a gangbang or blowbang, I'm kind of like, yeah, like this is going to be awesome. Like, you know, it's gonna be great. Like there's just no question in my mind just because I feel like I just, I just have a great time and just know it's going to be awesome. But with another performer, it's going to be a little bit, you know, I have to, you know, make sure like we're both on the, you know, right headspace. I know I'm in the right headspace, but that, you know, the performer's in the right headspace. And I feel like when the other people, there's more people in the scene, you kind of like work off each other and kind of, yeah. you know. And plus all the kids is not on you, it's on the group. So you can kind of hide within, within, you know, within the chaos, you know, say organized chaos. You know, yeah, or it, yeah, it's kind of like kind of kind of a uh, hive, but not really. Just more like just vibe, you know, yeah. vibe, and just really, you know, use all that energy that's in there to make an explosive scene, like to uh, keep it going. Like, uh, yeah, some of the best scenes I feel like have been like, you know, yeah. multiple people. I'm gonna tell you what's funny. People might see her if she go work out. Don't realize that she will make your ass tap out. <laughs> <laughs> because you know, I mean, because like I said, um, because even like what I said with game bangs, it's like I give female props because it's kind of like the tension is really on you, and plus you have to be like, how can I put this? Especially if you're filming one, because I mean, the possibility of a gangbang in a personal lifespan is hard. Hard. Because not dudes, not every dude want to fuck in the same room. So that's enough. Um, but what what the biggest number of gangbang you have done? Oh, the biggest number of gangbangs? Uh you mean like how many the most how many dudes things? the most dudes you ever done oh. in one game bag? I would say uh um how many was it um was it um I think it was six or eight six eight that's modest that no 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 I ain't gonna call that modest that's that's good that's that's good that's good that's good. That's good. And because yes. I didn't even go for it, it was like, <laughs> put it this way, how turned on was you with this game bang and how many orgasms did you have off the game bang? Oh my gosh, I was so turned on. I mean, it's like an like instant turn on, like just, just no, like just the, like I said, the energy, like just the multiple dicks, like just having the guys like super like horny and excited and then um just 
just uh, being able to like, and, and then having that ease, like know, knowing that it's like gonna be no worries, kind of like, you know, like it's all good guys. Like, you know, we're gonna rock this out, you know? And then it's like, just, uh, I love um, having like something to do like at all times. Like when you have gangbangs or like multiple guys, it's like you have something to do like with your mouth and like all, everything the whole time because you have to, and it's like enjoyable to do that. So I like that. So both your hands and 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 of course, when you did DP and some of these game bangs, I take it also. Yeah. DP. Yeah. She, dude, she's a vet. <laughs> this ain't a rookie. <laughs> she might look innocent with them cute ass dimples, but dog, she she she's a savage. She she's a savage in the game for real. So with that being mm-hmm. said, y'all know what time of the show it is. It's that time of the show where the pussies go dry, the dicks go limp. Let's talk about the badness. You know what this is? It's the time of the show where we talk about the unsexy shit. That's right. The shit that y'all want to hear. How the money is made. I ain't talking about the filming. No, no, no. The bullshit behind the filming that we got to do to prep the shit, put it out there the whole nine. The worrying, the looking at the checks. Yes, we watching our own pocketbooks and all that stuff. Because... You know the old age people think it's easy. Especially in this day and age now. And because she went through an agency. Y'all fuckers just grab a cell phone and go. You get the difference? <laughs> she she went the hard way. You feel me? Because you know what I'm saying? Because you're also taking the chances of them saying no. You know, period. Or you, or, or you may not be what they're looking for, or even if you sign with the agency, you might be stuck in limbo and they may not have no work for you because you may not fit anything that they're looking for, you know, period. So speak to people who think that this is a walk in the fucking park. Oh, it's definitely not a walk in the park. I mean, it's definitely something that takes effort for sure. Um, so me- like having the mental the mentality, you know, like, a good mentality, like safe mentality, you know, something like you want to be someone that you want to have a mentality, like, you know, you, you want the like best for, you know, for everyone. Like, I mean, the self, like, having selfish, like, I don't know if that for me, like that's, you know, people, you know, you want to have like a good attitude. You want people to, you know, want to work with you. And um, so, uh, so like, it's really difficult. Like, it's not really difficult, but it's definitely something, you know, that, you know, takes, to, it takes time to learn like um mm-hmm. you're not gonna get it all at once so something that you know some people think oh i'm just gonna you know do it and it's gonna be quick like it's gonna be easy but it's not because there's so much work involved in shooting mm-hmm. uh content you know mm-hmm. and scenes all types of scenes i mean there's the planning you know there's just mm-hmm. all these different things that you need to be prepared with mm. and you're not really going to realize it until you're actually in the process of doing it or when you're actually starting to do it like um the po you know like before during and after you know there's so many different components that people need to focus on if they're going to be you know trying to do content creation and not only has to do with the mental you know healthy me- mental state you know you want to be prepared for all the duties you're gonna have to do all the uh, tasks you're going to do to create this amazing scene that you have in mind and uh, what is your plan with that you know and all that so being mm-hmm. fair to everyone around you I mean there's it's just like a lot of work environments you know it's going to take effort it's going to take 
uh, knowledge it's going to take um, you know being being present and being involved so that you know you come out with a successful like scene or you know something it has to be like like you have a follow through and sometimes a lot of people like they don't follow through they may want to start but then like they're afraid or they're unsure or they give up but it's like you know you just gotta be a good kind person and really just look at all the different components that are going to be put into the effort that you're going to make into making the scene and there's a lot so yes quality over quantity all day so speaking about the quantity side of it how how often do you film to keep up with updates and all that good stuff right oh well i've been filming a lot of like content uh by myself like just even for my only fans uh lately and solo solos yeah solos um just all types of solo type content because um it's fun and also because i want to keep on having updates for my fans Mm -hmm. and i noticed that that's really important so i'm constantly filming like if not every day some at least something you know like a little ass tease or like or just a little even like a little voice message you know something to connect with uh, the fans and give them bring them something new that they can find when they go on the only fans you know so that they stay and they keep you know subscribing and they enjoy the content so that i'm always doing like every day but in terms of shooting with other performers sometimes it takes a little more planning and i would say that i shoot nowadays like i'm very particular in terms of like i don't want to just shoot content all day long like with other people and i really want to shoot content scene that i'm going to be like excited about and you know i've shot so much content that now i kind of you know want it all work so it's like scheduling and just location and the type of content and if we're all if we're on the same page and if it works out then it's great but that probably doesn't happen every every day it happens I mean, definitely doesn't happen every day it happens maybe you know maybe once like once a month because <laughs> you you have a variety of content yeah i just have so much and, content yeah and plus on top of that i think outside of boy girl and solo you also i think you do webcamming as well mm, i do like live streams you know on i'll do like live streams on some of the platforms that i'm that i'm on but i don't do that much webcamming like that's the same live stream webcam i guess it's the same thing yeah or yeah. similar but how so, do yeah. you, you live stream Right, right, live stream, yeah. So uh, with the webcam, like, I don't really do webcam shows. Like, I did a few webcam shows when I was uh, starting out and then also throughout my career. But, um, it's, you know, it takes commitment and takes time and it also to build a fan base, to build your shows. And I just veered off to other kinds of content creation. But I didn't really, like, get dive into, like, creating this webcam show, the schedule, like, so I would do, like, I wouldn't do it regularly. Even though I think it's a great option and a great uh, another great way to connect with your fans and to make money and to express yourself. See, she trained her fan base that she can do less and still make money, if not more money than what she was making. This is shit I be telling y'all on my damn podcast. That's why I be asking her these questions. See, because they other podcasts they don't get that deep. 
They don't get that either. No shade to them. They don't. Because that's what people don't realize is that you've been in this business, what you say, eight years? Am I correct? Yes. Eight years. Dude. Smokers. It's not by accident she's been in the business eight years. Because if I correct, you have expanded, you ain't really, your brand is very, is expanded, you know, period. Um, because I'm pretty sure you do customs. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you do dick ratings. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm definitely open to it. I mean, I, I definitely have, I had actually something like that um, as an option to do dick ratings. But I haven't like died. Like I don't really. I, maybe that's something I should do more. Yeah. <laughs> so shoot. So, I mean, with with the eight years, did you think you be you would last eight years? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I didn't even think about it to be honest with you. <laughs> like when before, I didn't even really think about it. Like I just kind of thought, I definitely want to keep doing this. I want to keep doing this, and I didn't really know how long I would be doing it for. I just knew that I just want to keep doing it. And right when, and then when, you know, you're building your brand, when I was building my brand and as things are going, you know, growing, you know, it's like the years, they go and they go and it's like every year and then you're growing. And I just feel like I look back on that and I'm like, wow, I can't believe it's already been eight years, but I'm not surprised because I, because I was, I wanted to be there. You know, I wanted to be there. It was like, it felt good and it felt right. So there was no need for me. There was no reason for me to not to not be there. Yeah, because I mean, because you in it, 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 my years, it was girls. Look at the last three. Um, nowadays she held too much <laughs> for some reasons, especially mm-hmm. uh, with the OnlyFans age that we're in. So, and like I said, you've seen how the game has changed and for good as well as bad, you know, period and everything. So, with you, what's the one thing that if someone asks you, let's say a lady trying to break into business, what's the one thing, number one, she needs to understand about this business? We, We get the it ain't easy but what's the one thing because understand you had staying power for eight years staying power you still going strong you're going to be going strong for another 10 years probably but because <laughs> shit we're going to be going to the 60s with this stop playing and still killing it but you know what i'm saying but what would be the one advice you would give a young lady trying to bring it to the business um i would say be open to learning and be good to, and be you know be be good to to be good to your, the people you work with you know be um be a good person you know like don't don't try to like you know if you're coming into it with you know, come into it with you know the reason you know for find the reason why you want to do it like look look deep into yourself like why do you want to do this you know is it because of person you know something for your personal growth is it something for your for business but mm. or is it for both and just no like i would say don't go into it if you're gonna want to like hurt people you know or like even like malicious that's not no like that's not th- there's no space for that anywhere 
So yeah. that's something that doesn't have to just when needs to be done already. So I think having the right attitude, having the right, you know, uh, being able to balance, having, you know, ha- being prepared to have to balance, not letting, you know, too much of this, too much of that, like not, not a lot, of, not too much partying, like not, you want to have a balance, you know, with personal, you know, with yourself and with, you know, the outside, like, uh, with work and with other people, like you want to just be good to other people and just have that, like that mindset of like, um, I want, you know, I want to work with other people, help, we help each other out. Like there's not to compare, you know, like not being like, I'm, you know, and like, of course you want to be confident, you know, but mm-hmm. it's like, it's not about, um, you know, one up or like being someone like, you know, trying to like screw other people over. It's like, you have to be fair. You have to be good and you have to be have a good intention and i think that's something that any female going into should just think about okay am i prepared to you know deal with the with deal with different situations stay balanced and, or am i willing to work on it you know work on it and but as long as your attitude is just <laughs> you know like it's just <laughs> a good attitude, warm attitude you know you want to be yeah. warm hard like i mean as you're gonna i mean that's what I feel it works because that's what I feel works because everyone I work with, like a lot of female talent that I've worked with, they're like that. They have this, you know, this warmth about them, you know, like it just, you feel like you can get along with each other. And not only this uh, sexual, open sexuality, like open sexual energy, it's like just being a good person is being kind. And I met like those, some of the kindest and best people in this industry. Like, I'm so thankful. Yeah, because um, that's the one thing that people don't realize is that you do make friends in this business. And that understand we don't get in the business to make friends, but sometimes you make friends, you know. And yeah. it's good to have colleagues that you can work with, rely on, bounce ideas off of, you know. Um, it's not always a competition. And I think right. sometimes people take it as such. There's no competition because who you're competing with, nobody but yourself. Because the, people don't, it, it, let's keep it 100. Some people are going to make a shitload of money, some people ain't. Some people are going to get hot, some people are, it, it's going to take a while. So it's, you have to focus on you. And I think a lot of times that where people make the mistake, they focus on the other person. And, you know, and that's kind of stupid because. I can't compete with this guy because one, well, he might be younger and and he's in way more fitting condition than me. <laughs> he got a six pack, I got a belly. What the hell? <laughs> you know, period. So shoot. So I know I didn't held you on here. And um God, we we still ain't touched the surface because there's a whole lot that I even need to talk to her about. I'm talking about such things as independent versus agency and 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 all over the things, which means you know what that means, people. That means I have to bring her back. So mm-hmm. I have to ask the question. And I'm not asking, do you smoke weed? No, 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 no. I call my I ask, will you be my smoke buddy? Yeah. See, say no more. She will be back here on the Smokers Lounge. And for my premium smokers, she will be on the premium smoke room. Y'all know what it is because the best smoke is always premium. $4.99 a month. 
six premium podcasts for you to enjoy. It gets more provocative. It gets more wild. It gets more crazy, more unpredictable. A titty might pop out. A dildo might come out of nowhere. Then pops to the mic in the mouth. You don't know what might happen unless you subscribe. And we will have this lady on there as well. And um, with that being said, Ms. Fallon, can you tell everybody where they can spend money on you, darling? Absolutely. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, everyone can find my content on multiple platforms, but to go on linktree.com, uh, uh, linktree, uh, Fallon West, uh, Fallon West X. Okay. <laughs> and then you go and you'll find all the links. And then also, I guess I'll just say, log out, you can join and subscribe to my OnlyFans. Uh, OnlyFans is OnlyFans.com, OnlyFans, Fallon West OnlyFans. And there you can subscribe for free, but then there's also paid special like videos and all that stuff. So it's like pretty cool. Definitely worth checking out. Linktree, Fallon West X, OnlyFans, Fallon West OnlyFans. See, people, you can tell, you, you tell she's a freak. You wanna know why? Because she just so shy. It's just so cute and sexy at the same time. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to bring you back. So with that being said, people, now we end these things all day, every day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? Smoke this over. Miss West, tell everybody goodbye. Bye, everybody, and thank you again. <laughs>